Welcome to the Summit County HealthCast, a podcast to improve the health and wellness of residents in Summit County, Utah. Join us as we interview local experts, professionals, and more to provide you with the best health and wellness tips Summit County has to offer. Let's get started. everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Summit County HealthCast. I am here today with County Manager Tom Fisher. How's it going today? I'm doing great, Derek. It's just like you're on KPCW. Just like on KPCW, but a more uh, relaxed setting. We're just hanging out in a conference room at the courthouse here today. Absolutely. Why don't we start with a short intro, a little bit of who you are, some of the things you do when you're not working as the County Manager. Whenever I don't know if you're never not working as the County Manager, but in your spare time and things like that just so people can get to know you. Yeah, the, the job of county manager seems to creep into most of the things that I do, but it's just like any other job these days. Um, you're constantly on because of um, whether it's because of email or or just the expectations of, of the public to be available. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a 24-7 job just like any other job these days at this level. But yeah, I've been with Summit County for about three and a half years now. Started in January of 2015. Got introduced to Sundance the first week I was here, and and so right into the fire. But along with uh, being the Summit County manager, I also have a family. My wife and I live live in the Pinebrook area of, of the Snyderville Basin. Just adopted a dog from Nuzzles. Been enjoying that. And then we have three older sons, a 22-year-old that uh, lives with us and waiters at, at Trio uh, right now, and then uh, twin 21-year-olds that uh, one's at the University of Utah in his junior year and one's at Colorado State University in his junior year. So in, in addition to that, I'm also a leader in the, in the National Guard and have been in the Utah National Guard for the last several years. I've got about 28 years of service under my belt right now. Um, I'm what's called the land component commander, which means that I'm in charge of all of the Army units, approximately 5,500 soldiers in the Utah National Guard and the units that they uh, belong to. I do that in, in my spare time. So in addition to that, we're big skiers. Uh, we like to hike. We travel as much as we can, either to visit family around the country or just for pleasure. So that's uh, really about me. Obviously, you're really busy, but when you do get a couple spare moments for yourself, what are some things you like to do? You mentioned hiking and skiing and things like that, but what are some other things you like to do to stay physically and mentally healthy? Well, it's, it's a combination of things. So being part of the Army, I have always, I mean, there's a requirement that we stay physically fit. We have to take a, a physical fitness test every six months. The basics are push-ups, sit-ups, and run that have to meet a certain standard based on our age. So with that, I tend to work out both cardiovascularly, either riding bike or running or, or whatever, about five times a week uh, at a minimum and then a couple of days a week of some type of weight bearing and especially now that I'm over 50 kind of fast movement jerky movement type exercises to to keep limber and a lot more stretching than I've ever done before but the the added benefit to that is mostly through discovery is that if I don't do that it starts to affect my my mental state of affairs you know I don't know if it's just that my body is used to that and I have to do it or 
if it's you know physiologically necessary but there's no way that I would have the mental capacity to keep up with the county and and everything that it it entails all the army work that I do and stay healthy for for my family if I wasn't doing that that physical exercise at the same time so it's almost a two-for-one benefit, right? Well, it is. And, you know, you get the added benefit of also, you know, you're not overweight. Um, I don't have to deal with diabetes, uh, you know, all of those things that go along with that being physically active. So there's a lot of different requirements and bullet points under the job of county manager. Why don't we do just a short overview of kind of everything? And then maybe since we're a health-focused podcast, focus more on the health-related things that you work with. Oh, so you want it to be short. Yeah, that might be difficult. That's asking, I know that's, that's um, a long list to get through. So, so, you know, one of the main things is, since I am the, the, the appointed manager of the council, um, I make sure that the council's business is forwarded. So everything from the standpoint of their regular meetings, other activities that they're directly involved with, whether it be purchase of land for open space or meetings between other governments like Park City or their, our state legislature or the school districts. I'm involved with most things that they're involved with so that I can continue to forward their business and so that I can organize the departments of the county and work with the other elected offices of the county so that they're lined up to support the the council's business. I think that's probably kind of the 30,000 foot view of that. I I tend to get into some weeds in, in some respect when it comes to land development issues or as they become, as they interact with the attorney's office, there's a, there's a lot of action there. And then really then going back to the council, they have strategic objectives that they're, they're forwarding. Um, areas around transportation, environmental sustainability, housing, mental health and substance abuse, as well as just making sure that our general plans for how our county develops line up with their vision. My, my main focus and probably the biggest part of my job each year is making sure that our annual budget whether it be operations budget that operates all of the the different programs of the county or our capital budget to to actually put some services on the ground line up with the council's priorities there are several people i work with on that mostly our budget office and then our, our department heads and elected officials but it's my responsibility according to our ordinance to present that a budget to the council in the fall so that they can start working on it and produce a final budget by the end of December. So definitely a lot of jack of all trades work then. There's, there's one way to look at it to say that you, you need to be kind of an inch deep and a mile wide on, on every subject. And that there's probably a lot of, lot of truth to that. I, I certainly can't know the detail of everything that's going on in the county, but I think I'm expected to know a little bit about everything that's going on in the county so that I can keep track of it and make sure that it's all heading in the direction that the council wants. Doing a little bit of a test here on one of those things. One of the things I had to talk about was employee wellness. And being at the health department, I'm kind of around that and see all the things that's going on. But I thought it would be interesting to ask you from that 30,000 foot level, some of the things the county's doing to promote employee wellness overall. Well, I think one of the things that, that 
from a from a central county point of view that I'm most proud of. And you know, it's in some ways it's just expected that a county will have or a, a, a local government will have a uh, an insurance a health insurance program for their their employees. Well, yes, it probably is expected, but you know how how that services our employees and what they have to contribute and what the county contributes to that is probably even more important. And we're pretty proud of the fact that we provide options for our employees to have health insurance and a pretty good health insurance program. I participated in it, several of our council members participate in it, and other leaders in the county do as well. That our employees don't have to pay more for. We've been very lucky in in having a system where we're self-insured, um, which means that for catastrophic situations that, that run over the normal budget of, of normal routine health care, we absorb most of the cost of that or have further insurance that the county pays for that takes care of some of that big stuff. And, you know, we do have big stuff that happens each year. I mean, whether it's replacing knees or, or replacing other parts of our body as they age out or um, some of the unexpected things of uh, organ replacement or, you know, cancers and, and other diseases that are fairly prevalent, those things happen to our employees like they do with every set of employees. We have a very good system for that. In addition to having a, a health care system that or offering that is no cost to employees, whether they're a single or a, or a family, employees have the option of buying up into more rich plans depending on what kind of services they want. If they want specific doctors that they can go to or specific hospitals, they might have to pay a little bit more for that. But we, we offer that range. And at the end of the day, health insurance and, and, and doing routine, routine maintenance on your health and your family's health really is one of those basic things that we can offer in order to uh, keep our employees healthy. Now, the county and the county citizens get a benefit out of that as well because we're more productive um, when, we, when we offer that. It goes back to what you were talking about personally with the exercise contributing to some of that mental clarity and overall productivity, right? Absolutely. You know, you don't want to always think about it this way. We offer it because it's, it's good for our employees, but the return on investment is good for our community. In a variety of fields across the spectrum. Right? Absolutely. Speaking of community, kind of shifting now, what are some things that Summit County as a government is doing to improve the overall health of Summit County as citizens and also um, maybe talking about environmental health as well. I know we mentioned briefly some of the strategic goals and in those we have some environmental health stuff and then also some mental health stuff. There's a lot of stuff going on that we could talk about and I want to know if you wanted to touch on some of those things. I, I would like to touch on a few of those things. It, it, it's such a large part of, of what county government does. I don't think even most of our citizens realize the, 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 the vastness of what we do for public health. So it, it, it could, I'll just list off a few and, and then we can go into some specifics on that. Our relationship and support of the People's Health Clinic and providing basic health care for those that don't have insurance, that don't have the, the, the means to provide basic health care for themselves or their family, that is integral to, to overall public health and, and, the, and the productivity of the community and the health of the community. 
everything that we do around trash services or waste collection or uh, waste disposal from our landfills to the trucks that pick up garbage to recycling, all of that contributes to, to public positive public health because if we didn't do that, we'd have all sorts of different issues that we've cleared up well in, our, in America's past by having these systems. A lot of diseases are avoided through those types of services. Uh, one of the big emphases of the, the health department in our, in our council and our, our, our planning and zoning is around uh, water quality, whether that be groundwater or surface water, drinking water versus uh, uh, agricultural water. We're very concerned about the source and we're very concerned about what we put into the environment that can affect our water. And that goes to having sewer systems and promoting sewer systems with special district partners or ourselves in, in facilitating, making sure that we convert some of our older systems to sewer, to inspecting septic systems and even accepting more advanced septic solutions solutions so that we can develop land uh, in a responsible way. And if you happen to be listening to this and you don't live in Summit County, just consider that both the Provo and the Weaver headwaters are in Summit County and everything flows downstream. So That's you can absolutely. thank us so, later. So, uh, you know, you, you think about how many people in our state, millions, are, are reliant on those water sources. And it's a responsibility of this county to make sure that we're not negatively affecting that water quality or that if we know there is negative effect right now, that we're improving it every day. So you go beyond that and you even look at how we're working on the environmental sustainability as a as kind of a topic in our county, whether we're trying to lower our carbon footprint, whether we're trying to improve air quality, or we're trying to move uh, the way we consume energy away from polluting sources to more renewable sources. We're starting to move that conversation away from being the traditional divisive political terms of, of sustainability or carbon footprint or, shall I say, uh, global warming and, and, and its effects. You know, it's a public health issue. If, if we're not dealing with this from the standpoint of the health of our citizens and the reasons why we should do that, and do all those things and be working on all those things, we're probably talking about it the wrong way. Every citizen in our county, whether the, whatever political spectrum they come from or, or philosophy, usually agrees on public health and the fact that we want to be healthy. And so we're trying to change the conversation around that just by how, where we place that in our, in our county and, and how we talk about it and who regulates it. And another one of the big initiatives that falls I think the mindset with the public is similar to some of the environmental sustainability is mental health. And that if it's something you might not be currently dealing with, you don't think a lot about it, but at one point or another, it's gonna be something that we all face either with a loved one or probably with ourselves on some degree along that spectrum. Well, I mean, in, in, when we really come back to looking at ourselves, looking at our families, our friend networks, our school networks, our church networks, whatever it is, 
we can all identify somebody that we are running into, if it's not personally ourselves, somebody that we know that is dealing with some kind of crisis from a mental health standpoint, from a drug abuse standpoint, alcohol abuse, any type of addiction that is affecting how they live their lives and, and how happy they are, how productive they are, um, how they interact with, with others, how they can fulfill their responsibilities just to their family. We've, we've had some crises within the community that kind of have sparked the county's work on this and quite frankly the grassroots work of a lot of our nonprofit partners or or other public entities that work with us on these issues but at the end of the day it's such a prevalent thing that it is a public health issue and the way that we're able to break down stigmas at the same time that we provide and train people with tools and provide resources within the community in order to deal with those things, that's a function of government that we can provide. We can be an organizer. We cannot be the solution nor can we be the, the you know, at the bottom line, the funder of everything because we just don't have the revenue sources to, to provide that. But there are pieces we can do that either federal sources, grant sources, or, or state sources of funding provide us. And the partnership with our nonprofit partners and our other local governments really brings a community focus to this and has brought more awareness, more training, more program to this. And at the end of the day, really what we want to do is is make sure that we're the convener of the conversation so that people aren't it's not in the in the back room anymore. It's out front. And I think all the things we talk about go back to kind of my daily job at the health department is letting people know that, hey, we don't just give flu shots out. We've got right. all this stuff going on. And I think you can look at you that. You give great flu shots, by the way. We do give great flu shots. But there's a little bit more to it. If you come for a flu shot, stay for something That's else. That's exactly right. Maybe is what we should start telling people. But So we've talked about some of the things that we have going on, and we've touched on some looking at being proactive on things in the future. But why don't we talk more specifically about some health challenges that Summit County is facing or that we see could come up in the next 10 years or so, and some things that the county is doing now to prepare for those challenges, whether that's environmental sustainability or whatever it might be. I'll go back to the the other examples that I've already given. One area around water quality, we're putting as as a regulator of land development and how you go about that and how and what a what a land developers whether you're just doing a single family home or commercial industrial type development, what your responsibility is is to overall public health as you do those things. You know, it runs the gamut in Utah of, of how much regulation is in place and it's up to counties to do that, especially in the unincorporated areas. Cities do it within theirs. We're getting more advanced on how we regulate whether development is matching how much water we have available. We're putting, we've put concurrency regulations in place. Concurrency basically means that if you're developing, you have to have enough water to do it. Uh, we've put that in place in the, in the west side of the county, and we're working on methods and working with water companies on the east side of the county to move into that same realm. We know water is a scarce resource, and, and uh, somebody has to be doing the work to, to regulate that. As well, we're putting we're putting regulations in place 
around how we affect surface water, whether that's through develop development. We have a council member that's extremely knowledgeable about that and wants to be very aggressive about that, and they're going to be working with our council and the, and the public health department to deal with that. But, you know, groundwater and our, our waterways are, are equally as important, and we're going to be working with our uh, health board in order to, to regulate that. And again, you mentioned being the headwaters of two major water sources in the state. We have the responsibility to do that. But, you know, you have to balance that with the industries that we have that do sustain us. I mean, we're heavily into tourism, but we have a large agriculture sector as well. And everybody has an opinion about how how much regulation is necessary and who is the best steward of land. You know, we have to balance all of that as, as we go along. And then last, what we do with the waste that we produce. First of all, how much we produce to begin with. And then what we do with that, the council has just put in place a new solid waste management plan that is going to change how we do things over the next few years as we implement the objectives within that. And all of that is about not only reducing the amount of waste we produce and what we do with it and how much goes into our landfills and extending the life of our landfills, but it's also to protect water um, because all of that stuff, when it put together into a landfill, can have an effect as, as uh, stuff comes out of that landfill. So uh, we've got to worry about that. And those, are, those are probably the major things we're working on. And then you, you couple that with how we're moving our goals around environmental sustainability, using renewable energy sources, getting our county eventually to be 100% renewable, both for county government operations, but eventually for all operations of of the county. That's big. And if we can achieve those things, we'll have really changed the way we use energy and what the result of that is. And another thing that came up, this wasn't in the questions, but I put it down in my notes talking about being proactive. Uh, Recent bit of news was the opening of the South Summit County Services Building. Do you want to maybe mention how that's been geared towards providing certain certain health benefits being that the health department has a space in that building for the residents of Camas as that area continues to Well, grow. sure. It, our health department is, is located on the west side of the county, kind of in the middle of our population center, if per se. But, you know, there's services that are available to the south, the southeast side of the county, like having counselors available through Valley Behavioral Health, having WIC services available, women, infants, and children services available in that area. Pretty much anything that the health department does can be done in that facility. As well, you know, we have a new, brand new library there. That kind of service, although not directly health-related, has an effect on mental wellness, perhaps. Um, It has effect on physical wellness as those kinds of things are available to the community. As well, we have a senior center within the the building, and it provides uh, weekly congregate meals to to our seniors that participate, as well as a gathering place for for social activity. And I think it's going to be interesting to watch that progress to see how those different functions start to interact um, and how they grow together and grow programs together because of their proximity. 
so that's that's kind of the operations of the building and what's available in there. But you know, we also as we as we were designing that building and getting it under construction, we were really talking heavily about how that building itself operates. You know, it has a higher level of building standard associated with it during its construction than any building we've ever built. So it has a tighter building envelope so that it doesn't waste as much energy moving in and out of the windows and out of the, the walls of the building. It's going to have solar solar panels on it after this year so that it's also producing energy. And it has other factors within it. Uh, it'll use less water, it'll uh, produce less waste, that kind of thing. So overall, it's a, it's a different way of us building a facility to, to service programs within the county. Well, we've kind of covered an array of topics and subjects, but just wrapping up now, if you had one health-related or public health message or advice or some basically the one thing you wanted listeners to take away from this episode, what would it be? I think the main thing is that as, as we were talking about myself and what I do and the, the term of busyness that I experience in, in, in what I do, being aware of, of yourself and how you react to to different stressors in your life. You know, some people call it mindfulness these days. Being aware of your environment, being aware of yourself and how those things are interacting. I try to, um, and there's several people that help me with that in my life, whether it be my spouse or family or people at work that, that really help me understand how things are affecting me. Because I am as susceptible to those stresses as anybody else is. And sometimes if you're not constantly looking at that, it can get away from you and you can fall victim of some type of mental health crisis very easily. I try to keep aware of that and keep aware of the things that I can control that affect me so that I can I can stay balanced. But I think it's even more important to be a contributor to that, which is being that person for somebody else or other people and helping them be aware because usually it's not the that is having a crisis that can identify it. It's usually other people. I, I think uh, we have a responsibility to ourselves and our community that way. And that's good advice, I think, to end on. Tom, I just wanted to say, on behalf of all county employees and residents, thank you for all the work you do, and thank you for stopping by and chatting with us thanks, today. Thanks a lot. We've got a great team, and uh, we'll continue to, to be a great team. All right, we'll talk again soon. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Summit County HealthCast. For news, program information, and more, visit us at summitcountyhealth.org. Stay healthy, Summit County.